the fire ravished island of Maui, and the shocking details which are pouring in. Welcome to the show, I'm Soha. First of all, I'm in grief and in pain, and I'm very, very sorry for the loss of lives in Hawaii's island, Maui. My condolences go to all people who have lost their loved ones. The full devastation of the Hawaii fires is yet to be calculated, but we do know it's tragic. The death toll is now at least 53, and thousands of people are homeless, particularly in the historic Maui town of Lahaina. In this deadliest wildfire, my prayers and thoughts go to all who had to suffer from this tragic incident in one way or another. The fire on Hawaiian island Maui is considered to be the deadliest fire in about 100 years. The resort town of Lohania was covered with thick smoke. Anger is growing. How did the nation's deadliest wildfire happen with no warning? This is a famous tourist spot on the western coast of Maui. The devastation which happened over there was massive and is massive. Not alone the human death toll shocked the world, but the infrastructural disaster piled up with hundreds of years old cultural devastation. History demolition added to the grief and mystery. Now people who witnessed, who were on ground, when this deadliest wildfire incident happened, says they were not prepared. Though the reality of the tragedy is slowly sinking in, but people say that the fire caught them by surprise. They're angry, they're in grief, they're devastated. Did you get any no. type of alert? No, no, no. Residents says there was no warning sign and there were no warnings on their mobile phones. No alerts, no parar info. The fire caught many who were vacating Lohania and it became a living nightmare for them. They were traumatized. The coastal town of Lohania on the island of Maui has been wiped off. Firefighters over there are working in a very difficult situation. Smoke that earlier engulfed everything now is disappearing. Countless residents got affected and witnessed the scenes of destruction, which they couldn't imagine in their remotest dreams. Absolutely living nightmare. U.S. President Biden declared the area hit by disaster and released funds for emergency needs, although rehabilitation efforts will require billions of dollars. Before I begin, I want to say a word about the devastating wildfires that have claimed at least 36 lives in Maui and Hawaii. I, uh, we have just approved a major disaster declaration for Hawaii which will get aid in the hands of the people desperate and desperately needing help now. The governor of Hawaii is informing that that toll in island of Maui is rising. At least 96 people are reported to be dead up till now. Dear friends, the catastrophe is huge. 
the grief is immense and it sure is very painful. 2,200 buildings, homes and other facilities have vanished from the face of earth. Just imagine. In Maui, people say they are frustrated. Thousands of people are left without shelter. Many don't have an access to food, water or other necessities. Chaos is at peak. None at all. Uh, no sirens. There are no text messages. Um, there are no police, firemen come by. The only reason I knew there was a fire because I saw people running for their life and, you know, in, in smoke. Though thousands of jobs are dependent on tourism in Moabi Island. But how ironic, as tragedy for now speaks louder than words. Local residents are saying that in same water in which many people died just three days before, now tourists are swimming in those very waters. Residents are now saying that they need time to make peace with this tragedy and what happened to them. Many residents say that we cannot act as nothing have happened. Their lives have turned upside down. So according to them, how can normal activities begin so soon? Now, all this confusion is uh, leading to much more frustration. Whereas authorities are asking people to deal with the situation with patience. It's shocking too that almost all the tourist places in Hawaiian history are no more. And the loss is irreplaceable. More than 2,700 structures have been destroyed, most of them homes residents desperate to get back. Sixty-foot-tall banyan tree where once Hawaiian King's Palace used to be set ablaze. The fire affected locals, tourists and people of neighborhoods. Lines of cars stranded on roads without any water, food or other necessities seen waiting to pass by. Some people even fled in oceans to escape the fire. Others lost all their belongings and homes because of this little fire. Thousands of people chose the option to vacate their area, but not only high winds, but dry vegetation and humidity added as fuel to already massive and deadly fire. The powerful winds from the south, in form of hurricane, destroyed blocks and blocks of residential areas. There were thousands of people who faced cut-off of power supply and no cell phone service for hours. Roads were blocked or either they were too busy because they were giving way to firefighting machinery. The people who were moving forward to help others or those in need. It has left this neighborhood as lumps of mangled metal and cinders of rubble. And as the fire came down from those mountains behind me, residents here all fled for their lives. Helicopters of uh, Hawaiian National Guards also took part in rescue and relief operations. Not only that, but federal assistance from state was provided immediately. But still, the tragedy is so huge 
that people are left with no choice but to face the tragedy and live this nightmare. Families went in shock. Individuals left stranded. The outburst of grief was evident, as in these dark times. Not only adults, but senior citizens and children had to see and bear all of this. This mental trauma, this anxiety, this feeling of loss has become a part of their memory for forever. Power had already been out by the time I had woken up. And what I started to notice was how severe the wind was. And the weather was not at all as normal as it usually is. The photos and videos and posts of people from Luhania, which are circulating, making rounds on internet, are beyond imagination that what those people had to face and deal with. People lost their loved ones, their daily possessions, their homes, their businesses, their jobs, the infrastructure which was the pride of the town is no more no doubt my dear ones it's beyond tragic but it should be an eye-opener for all of us too that climate changes and the shifts are now hitting us very hard people in one region of the world or in another are going through living hells because of deadly fires or earthquakes, floods, hurricanes, droughts and tornadoes. So the climate catastrophe is challenging the human survival. Not to forget that these stories which we are witnessing, which we are seeing, which people are sharing, are from those people who were there on the ground, who stayed mobile or at least made to save shelters to tell all what actually happened. But there would be many people who didn't make it, who were stuck over there. Cannot cry, Fred Street. The Lion Luna, we live right up the Lion Luna. We have a house. And our dogs are stuck in the house. We don't know if our house is up or whether we don't know if our animals are alive or not. So we're heading back now. Is it not enough to shake the core of us all? I believe so, yes. And we got to take timely climate actions. Authorities of Hawaiian County are doing all they can to bring some relief to people who got affected. But this deadly blaze after effects and rehabilitation process is going to take a lot of time. And a lot of funds will be needed too. Maybe in billions of dollars. No doubt that this crisis is now unfolding and the authorities are now saying that this wildfire is the deadliest in the modern U.S. history. How few families save themselves. Listen to these clips. And we try to make way back, but we, we couldn't. We got stuck. We tried to come back. Uh, we ended up in Front Street. My family and I, and, and it was just black smoke coming above us, and traffic was stuck. Um, we were there uh, by the seawall, by bubble gum, I believe, and um, it got really real when we saw the flames 
the destruction is widespread. Although people are trying to help each other also in this hour of need. Inquiries launched to know what really happened, but one thing is for sure that if timely steps are not taken by the world leaders and those who are in power to combat and cope with the rapidly changing climate environment, we'll be witnessing more and more of these kind of incidents, natural catastrophes and disasters, which would be massive and which could destroy everything. So what are we waiting for? Catastrophe after catastrophe? We shall bring nothing but endless life loss, financial downfall, ruin of infrastructure and history, above all the mental health and the physical health of people. The migration of people will traumatize those who will face it and also will broke many economies. Poverty will rise. Hunger, no jobs, too many migrations and their after effects. Is our world and us are ready to deal with this? If not, then it's time to rethink, to plan ahead and instead of talks, put our actions to test to prevent what we can when there is still time and to ensure a safe future for us and for the generations to come. Thank you for listening to me. Until next time, take a lot of care of you and all around you. This is The Living Archives Podcast and I am Sohar. Bye for now.